0: Hi, welcome back to Flapping and Fawning. I'm Saliva Godiva, and this <laughs> is Fondel Wood. <laughs> Wait, That's uh, not their I name you. anymore.
1: <laughs> I got two. <you. laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: and I'm so Flapjack. Uh, yes.
3: Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. I mean, you did move after I changed... No, you moved before (laughs) I changed my name. I changed my name after you moved. Whatever.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Flapping, Flapping and Fawning. And Fawning. <takes noise> <laughs> meow, Flapjack. Woof. Woof. <laughs> 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 Fun. <Fawn. laughs> this, this is the best you got. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Saliva. It's your turn.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: Hey, sweet, precious babies from heaven. My name's Saliva.
2: <laughs> Yay! Welcome, Saliva, once again. Can you remind us what pronouns should we refer to you with on this podcast on this good day? I am a she They. Ooh, hey there, she babe. Mm. Um. Okay, well, what's the 411? What's the hot, guys? How is everyone doing? You girls keep me young. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, well Christmas just happened Um, still in the midst of Christmas about to go back to Alabama for a day or two and uh, see my mom and also bring uh, my partner there Um, and I think we're gonna watch Violent Night um, in theaters right now I've I've tried to to not learn any spoilers but Christmas horror I'm, I'm sold
3: I've been wanting to see that Violent Night? Yeah also Megan comes out next month that's not out already? I feel like we've been seeing stuff a for A Megan
0: Trainer documentary. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, that robot's all about that base. Um it comes oh, out Oh, is
0: that the robot lady? Yeah, uh-huh. It
3: comes out January sixth. Oh. I
0: dead I thought that was already out.
3: Me too. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. You know I'm gonna be busting out a Megan number. <laughs> you better. Oh my god, you really I've should I've already done Chucky. Oh and...
0: he's a dancer though.
3: Mm-hmm. Wow!
0: <laughs>
2: oh, not that read. <laughs> um, oh my God! I I meant to say in the last episode that I got tickets for Danny and I to see the Dracula Titans tour. Oh. Uh, so yeah, we're Ooh. gonna go in Atlanta. We got the VIP tickets and everything. So like, I'm really really excited. We're gonna to, to oh wait,
0: come see me. That's my part of the town.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: I, I, I might honest, be there. I they should know. book you. Do they book other people that I, weren't on the show? I
2: don't know, but they should.
3: Okay,
0: I, I, I will agree with it.
3: Yeah, why not? Yes, and?
0: Mm-hmm. My email is the same <laughs> as my name.
3: <laughs> At, mine's not, because I was drunk when I made my email. Oh, yeah, what is yours? You have like a typo. Mine, so it was back when I was like the full name, Fondell Wood. I made it Fon S Dell because I was drunk, so I put an extra S in there when I made the email. <laughs> <laughs> there's no s anywhere in Fondelwood, wood but there was an s between fawn and dell you're really just secretly a star yeah it was on the wine mm-hmm.
2: i yeah I, I love it well do y'all have any big shows or anything coming up that y'all want to promote this episode will come out in the first week of january um so it'll be past it'll be the monday after new year's when this one rolls around
3: um so we talked about it last episode but it's always good to remind y'all mm-hmm. listening to the pod we've got the Highwire Brewery Drag Bingo yes, hosted mark your by Jack and I. Also I will be at the Nick the next day. Oh really? Literally 2 days in a row of drag. A Wednesday and Thursday. Oh how exciting. Um because I will be for the big gorgeous concert thing they're doing drag in between oh. it. um it'll be angel twat and myself yes that's gonna be super cool i've already got like i've got to start making the stuff for it because i have these ideas one of them involves making a giant penis out of pillow stuffing um neo um pantyhose and latex so Mm
1: -hmm.
3: i feel like that's gonna stick, and
0: that's just for the house right
2: yeah. <laughs> That's just for home, home use, personal use. Uh, so I can
3: smack Mark in the head with it.
2: <laughs> I Yeah, I have a lot of drag coming up in January um, that honestly I should have been more prepared to answer this question that I asked uh, for. But yes, just, I mean, follow my socials. I put it all in my stories.
1: And We're both everything.
3: on, going to be a DIY at the firehouse yes. on the twenty 20- January 28th. <laughs> Um, just the same day as drag brunch that morning at the stardom where i will be at so come to both of those shows and tip me lots of money because the next day i will be going to disney yes mark is going now
2: oh how exciting saliva are you a disney gang?
0: no but one of my
2: partners is and it's wild
0: (laughs) (laughs) um but speaking of firehouse um I will actually be in Y'all's neck of the woods very soon on January seventh oh. uh, for the Goth Industrial Night at Firehouse. Oh, um, I'll be there with Lie with Callie, and I'll also be there with Angel. Um, so it's just a really good like Goth Industrial dance party, and then we have like Dragon Burlesque numbers in between. Um, it's going to be really nice. Um, let's see. It is hosted by Goth Bay. It's if you go to my page, you can go view hers. Uh, but she is the DJ that uh, coordinates the event. Oh my uh, god!
2: How it exciting. was very
0: good last time I was there. Um, Firehouse is BYOB for anybody that does not know. Yes, <laughs> and there's a
2: gas station um, just down the street, so the <laughs> gas
0: station is just right down the street. We love those. <laughs> I
2: know. I'm so thankful for that. Like every yeah. time I we, I go to a show <laughs> at Fire, uh, Firehouse, I'm like, oh, wait, I need to <laughs> make a quick run. If I forget to get mighty swell from my local whole foods um but i i feel like oh i also have a camp show that's happening like a camp drag show that's happening january 13th i believe maybe 14th because i have a stand-up comedy thing anyway yeah i have a lot of drag so like the i think we're doing drag bingo stand-up comedy camp queen show and then i think the 14th, I have a, a show at the quest. So if you're looking for drag from with flapjack, you can find it for sure that week. Um, um
0: also the end of January, uh, my show is the uh, 25th. It's dragon's den. It's the only heavy metal drag show in Atlanta. Oh, nice. Um, I host it alongside the legendary coochie coochie coo. I love them. <laughs> go follow them. Um, and also DJ necromanny, um they're the partner of Jay bella banks um he's been uh djing for us um so we have like a little metal industrial like dance extravaganza and then a full stage show and it's uh, connected to sabbath brew or it is sabbath brewing connected to uh flat iron and are mm. from atlanta you know where mary is just look to the left i'm right there <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh nice
2: i love that it seems like i mean have you been to mary's no, we need to go to Mary's. Sometime. I would love to go to Mary's. I've been. I've great. only been to the Mary's with a hamburger in front of it. Um, um,
0: but that is last Wednesday of the month. I did not tell if I just like babbled over that.
2: <laughs> no, you're good. So, I, it sounds like we have so much drag going on in January. Are you all like desperate for some drag right now, or are you? Do you have a break? Like, how's it going for y'all?
0: Um, I'm currently in break. Time. it is um absolutely like end of the year burnout for me so as mm. a gift to myself i'm taking between like two and three weeks off basically until i'm there in and on the 7th.
2: nice
3: yeah that's kind of how it is for me i'm like in break mode until bingo and then i have four shows including bingo in the month of january nice so yeah, two of those are see. on the same day
2: I, for me, this is the time of year where I, I tend to get like reinvigorated with it again. I feel like in November I get really burnt out, and because October is just so busy. December, I usually get to work on something kind of unusual. And so, you know, I am i haven't started projects just yet, but I, I plan on um, doing some sewing in the coming weeks. Like, I had a couple people who sponsored some headpieces for me that, that are going to be coming in. I'm really, oh. really excited about. Um, so I'm planning to build costumes out around those. Um, so, yeah, you'll see them on my socials. Well, it is time for the best part of every regular episode, which is when we read a five star review from either Apple Podcasts or from our Facebook page. And today's uh, five star review comes from our
3: Facebook page. Fawn, would you mind reading it for us? Yes. This comes from Mayor Briars. We love you, Mayor, Hi, also Mayor. known as Prince Albert. If you're familiar with the local drag king, Prince Albert. And it says, from my favorite pastime, drag, to my autism, flapping, and to my trauma response, fawning, this podcast is for me. <laughs> I love the guests and am looking forward to all the places this podcast will take us.
2: Aww. Mayor loves you, saliva. Aww. <laughs> I got to see them on Christmas Day. and Oh, and you were there too. (laughs) And and you were there, and you were there, and you were there. Um, Yeah, it was really, really fun getting to hang out with them. Because I think I've only ever really seen them in show settings. So it was really cool to get to
3: to hang out with them a little bit. It Um, was the perfect blend of substances that night
2: yes it was very chill and i we were actually um i was using a lighter to of course light a candle from resurrection candle company by vincent malay because that's all we would be
3: lighting here at the podcast precisely and i burnt
2: my nail my like my little sns nail caught on fire and it melted a little bit and now i'm all sad because it's like a different shape than the rest of them um but that's that's been what's bothering me in my first world problem (laughs) Okay, but this is not about me and my manicure. Saliva, this episode is about you. So, why don't you and just... your manicure. And your manicure. Well,
0: first of all, let me talk, because I just got these done, and <laughs> does this look like pointy almonds to you, or are they square as hell? They are those square are, as hell.
2: Those are coffins. They're well, Not even coffins. They're squares. They're really cute, though. These are
0: acrylic, first of all. Hey. And where is the link? where
3: is it <laughs> so basically what wow. i'm hearing is i'm the only person here not doing drag wow because no the only one without <laughs> nails um oh my god <laughs> the yeah. way facebook has exploded the past few weeks hey
2: dina Cass said we don't have to wear nails anymore so i think that's that's correct um but you should go to j nail spa when you're in town that's where my husband works and he always does mine and they look very good. Like he always does a good job. Like and they know Aww. they know the right shapes, so you should check it out. But anyways, enough about the manicures. Saliva. I want to talk about you. You're terrifying. Ah. Um. So like, can you just start by describing your drag character and how you got your start in drag? Um.
0: Uh, one of my roommates uh, recently described my drag to me, and they were like, What? Sally, like, everybody thinks, like, you're so scary, but when you boil it down, it's all just fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's and accurate. I really was just like, you know what? I think they might be right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so on the nose. I feel like a lot of people think I'm a lot scarier than what I actually am. Uh, but I am terrifying on stage, though, I will say that. But <laughs> off, I, I feel like I'm nice I'm fun and bubbly. I'm definitely Bubbles in the Powerpuff Girls.
3: I I see that. Absolutely. I remember when I first like like
0: bubbles, buttercup rising, you know, (laughs)
2: not the horoscope. Um, I remember when I first saw you like on social media, I was like, Oh God, like I'm, I'm a little scared of this person. But then once I met you, I was like, Oh, they're, they're just like a bubbly person who looks a little scary. So yeah, I, I love it. Um, so well, but what about your start with drag? Like, did you always know that you wanted to do this kind of spookier fart joke side of drag or? Um.
0: um so I originally started off uh, with the name Harley plush. Mm. Um, and I did a Boylesque for a number of years uh, with pink box in Alabama. And the whole time that I was doing uh boy I really was, was like, why does this, like, not quite feel right, you know? Mm. Um, then, um transness and gender journey from there um, kind of developing this character, which is Saliva, that I don't really view as a character anymore. I feel like it's just a... It's me just with more makeup on. I don't feel like there's mm. really a difference to my daily self and my, like, in-drag self, other than maybe how loud I am, but... <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you mentioned your start with burlesque do you still incorporate burlesque into the drag that you do now
0: um yeah uh i do a lot of burlesque i'm honestly kind of the queen of reveals like if i'm on stage mm-hmm. i like, gonna have like come out in some sort of giant monstrosity and strip down into just pasties that have some sort of dumb joke Or um, and then I also kind of like go to like more serious numbers um like only love can hurt like this is one of my like favorite performances I probably did in the past couple years and I had like a big bleeding heart and like this razor blade had peace and it had to deal with like self-harm yeah Um, and I felt like that was like a very healing number but then also it can just be uh jokes. (laughs)
3: what are my favorite numbers Um, of yours
0: either one
3: one of my favorite numbers of yours is your shrek number
0: i still am doing that same mix i brought that to birmingham uh during the punk rock uh flea market i
3: know i was there i saw it. it was fantastic Mm -hmm. oh i have not seen the shrek mix
0: Oh, um, my strike mix is, is a lot. I originally debuted at alve on Seven uh, during um a competition. I can't remember who hosted it.
3: I think it was Diamond Hunt at the time. Was that when uh, Audrina yeah. Taylor was still oh, hosting yeah, it, was it?
0: Audrina, yes.
3: Ah, uh, how fun! I wish
2: I. I think that they they do like more open stages and stuff, but it doesn't seem like as much of a competition anymore. I would love for something like that to be revived.
3: When you did shrek at the punk rock flea market i think that was one of the first times mark saw you perform and also their sister and brother-in-law were there and they were both just so obsessed they were so obsessed you truly are an
2: icon um why don't we take a break and then come back in and i want to talk to you more about how you come up with your performances
3: And we are back with Saliva Godiva. Ah! And one thing that you said earlier, really, like, I found interesting because, like, there was something that you said that Angel also said that I kind of resonate with myself is you don't really see your drag character as something different you kind of just see your drag characters like you with more makeup on now Mm. and that's something i just find it because like the three of us all did open stage around the same time so it's funny to see like not funny like haha but like ironic i don't know yeah i understand wording it's interesting to see like how many of us that started in that group together are kind of all on that track if that makes sense
0: yeah um I've also like, I don't go by my like birth name at all anymore. I only go by my drag name. Um, and Mm -hmm. then like even people at work, they, most of my coworkers call me saliva or Sally. Um, including like my mom, friends, everything. So I literally just kind of became the beast
1: that I created. (laughs) (laughs) I love
2: that. Yeah. That, that is really interesting. I've, I definitely don't feel that way. <laughs> like I feel like Flapjack is someone completely different. Like always at a ton and so like the, the idea of just. But I, I will say that once I put that makeup on, I feel her instantly. Like, do you feel that you see a change in yourself when you put on that makeup, or do you feel like you are exactly the same, like in and out of drag?
0: Um, I definitely am one of those people that like when they get ready, like I have to put music on and I'm like lip syncing in the mirror. <laughs> putting on like a crumbled eyeshadow from five years ago, being like, I'm going to look so fucking pussy tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And meanwhile, I'm literally just scary on a grande over here. With a super glued ponytail.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. You super, you're like the queen of super glue. Like I've honestly, has your head been scarred from how many things you stick to your head?
0: Um, my face and head, no. But I have ripped out most of the hair around my nipples. Uh. And so I have learned that I have to start shaving literally just around my nipples to wear pasties. Because if not, I rip all the chest hair off. Oh. For, y'all don't, don't know. I am very
1: hairy. <laughs>
0: and I am a <laughs>
2: Well, one thing that I wanted to talk to you about was, you know, you talked a little bit about these different types of performances that you have, like, and how, you know, you have one that has a mission to kind of talk about self-harm. Um, you have others that are just more humor based. And I know one that I really loved that you did was the Christmas shoes number at drag night at the Nick in December. Um, I, I, I just, it was just so unexpected, but hilarious and so wonderful and had all the reveals that I could have ever possibly needed. So how do you like, what's that creative process like for you? How do you come up with your drag numbers?
0: Uh, nine times out of 10, I get really stoned. <laughs> and then I, I think <laughs>
2: step number um,
0: one, and I'm just kind of vibing to something. And I'm like, you know, that would be funny if I did this and this. like one of my newer mixes. I've been bringing around is I was listening to Friday. I'm in love by the cure. And I was like, Hmm. But what if this song was cunty and then i thought about the yesification of robert smith um <laughs> and so i mixed it with uh get on up so it's friday get on up and i put as many wit cracks in it as humanly possible
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so just like mixing things that i already like with some of like the classic elements of drag just because get on up is such like a classic drag song oh, you yeah. wouldn't expect it to be with a sad goth Tune. <laughs> right
2: i mean the only way it could be more uh, drag was if you did pull over that ass too fat
0: yes um i i really like taking the audience on a journey you know i i don't <laughs> want them to know what the, they're going to expect but i try and keep their attention from the second i walk on stage to when i leave and give them like a full storyline
2: i think you're so successful with that like yeah. you, you truly are one of the best entertainers i know it it having levels to your performances and a uh, Beginning, middle, and end, which I, I think a lot of performers um, don't always bring to the stage. What's your favorite? Um,
0: I really got that mindset from working with Pink Box. I feel like mm. Mama really put that into me. Like whenever I was just like a baby performer, not even going as saliva yeah. at that point, because um, we would do practice twice a week every single week, and I really feel like all of my stage presence is. Oh, mama Dixie love her stand her goddess <laughs> love you, Sophie Jones.
2: yeah she she really is amazing I've gotten to work with her a few times um and I, I can totally see how th- she would be able to help you develop that um what's your favorite number that you've ever made
0: um that is very um let's see. I have two that come to mind um one is very sad it was a number that i did at spikes back in the day um so right after my grandmother passed away um i got in like a full gown and i came out with a photo of her and i just sat with it and sewed my mouth shut wow um by lady gaga um and that was probably like one of the most like healing numbers it was like making a lot of bad parts that have happened to me, including like self-harm and things. Which is another reason why I will sometimes enter like those darker ideas. It's much more me trying to show the struggle for the audience. And there's also a difference between hurting yourself for um, shock value and hurting yourself in order to grow. Sometimes we need physical things in order to grow. Not everybody is like that. And always put a trigger warning before you do anything like that on stage. Um, don't walk into a brunch gig and start stapling your forehead without letting anybody know. Yeah, but, uh, yeah hamburger Mary is like. <laughs> for, like
3: kind of Could you imagine if I just started doing that at the start? On uh, no, <laughs> that would be that would be very intense. Some uh, of them actually might would live. Uh, yeah, they, but there would be quite a few that would be very disturbed.
2: How? Like, what is the audience reaction like when you do a number like that?
0: It's kind of honestly like you're doing like a major dance routine or something. I feel like they give just the same kind of energy, and sometimes they don't know how to respond. Yeah, and so they'll still be like, "Ah," waving their finger and be like, "Yes, girl," (laughs) you know, uh, which is fine. But um, I have never had a negative like connotation like walking off of the stage and doing something like that. Like everybody that's been in the audience always comes and they're like. That was powerful or that was a little scary, but I liked it or, you know, um, very rarely has anybody, um, Oh, I did have somebody, um, walk out, um, during a performance once. Um, Mm. so I do this number. Um, I don't know if you know, it's a religious song called fill me up. God.
2: I'm I'm familiar. Um, Yeah.
0: But I do it as um, a lady getting <laughs> fisted by Jesus. And so I made these panties that have a large prolapsed like butthole on them. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so I'm doing a ballad and just slowly pulling up my panties. And then there's a big prolapsing butthole. And then Jesus <laughs> walked in from the front of the bar. And then I put like a fisting glove and Crisco on him. And then we fist for the entire like end of the song <laughs> but I filled the prolapse butthole up with peanut butter ah! so,
1: um, Oh,
0: Jesus was pulling their arm out I'm like sucking the doo doo off um, I did have a table leave for that but <laughs> another table started bowing at the end so you know you never really know right. what you're going to do but if I making, being a shock queen because I would consider myself a shock queen it's about pissing off the right people you never want to do anything for just shock value. It always has to have something behind it or it's like that. It's like, I have so much fucking, um, religious trauma.
1: Yeah. I'm going to make
0: fun of Christians for the rest of my life.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, I think that you have like a really good point there though, especially with the climate of drag right now and the way we see people coming in, protesting shows and, and accusing drag entertainers of being all kinds of things that they're not. Um, yeah, I, I just think you you really hit the nail on the head because it's like it's like in comedy we talk about as well you you want to offend about 20% of the crowd right like and you need to make sure that you are like the perspective that you're using um, is one that is that has a meaning like you're not just offending the crowd to offend them right like you have a, a, a meaning behind what you're doing um, does that make sense like and so I, I don't know I just find that interesting
0: intention I, is always key right yes
2: like th- and I, I just don't know how to beyond like what is being done now, like to how to address this climate that we're, we're in with the numbers that we do. Like, is it just important to always have a trigger warning beforehand? Is it just important to put it on flyers? Like this is the age range. It really is
0: just all um, gray. Uh, I don't think that there's one set way to do it. Yeah. But, Um, I like for instance on the flyer, like specifically putting twenty one and up on there or mature content is definitely a very easy way to, you know, let just let people know like this is not for kids, right? Um, which also like I've worked children's drag shows before as well and did absolutely fine, but am I going to bring those same types of numbers to a children's show? No, I did Avatar: The Last Airbender and Lady Gaga hair, like I. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, let let's show the kids about
1: wigs. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, you know, um,
2: I love it. I think that's a really a really wonderful example, you know, of, of to that like dichotomy between like yeah. how entertainers need to flex sometimes in between their audiences. Um, all it's, right, you want to take our seasonal season question?
1: Yes.
3: So, one of our signature questions here at Flapping and Fawning is, what is your secret ingredient to your drag character?
0: Um, I would absolutely say uh, superglue, number one. Um, Same. Yes. Um, I am the queen of just supergluing shit to my head and referring to it as a wig. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> If it goes on your head, it's a wig. Correct. I don't. <laughs> I, and every wig is a hat.
2: Oh yes, and I love that drag queen hats <laughs> never have to make sense. You know, like it can be like all the way down here on the the bottom of your hair.
0: Um, I would say the second would probably be like poppers, just all the time. I remember <laughs> uh, whenever I smoked, um, I used to do poppers before I went on stage, like to calm down, which sounds like
2: crazy, <laughs> which it is <laughs> i i think that's relatable
0: um oh and a can be can do attitude um that's the damn right
3: <laughs> yes i remember the days of being on the porch at a certain bar we don't patronize anymore back when you would have leather nights and we would all just do poppers on the patio most of the night oh if we weren't God. doing a number we uh, were doing poppers
0: I recently saw that video of you sucking on that dick bra that (gasps) was on my head.
3: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. You should send that to us for content.
0: Oh, my goodness. Uh, So (laughs) many memories from that show and and Spice.
2: Uh, Yeah. I I, I feel like I have so much FOMO about those days because I didn't quite start until, I don't know, about three years. I think after the prime of redacted bar shows there. So it makes me a little sad. I didn't get to experience all of that. Um, But I think we're going to take a break, do some poppers and be right back. Hello. Is this thing on?
0: oh hello we lost sound for a second on my end
2: okay are we, oh, uh do we need, do you need us to repeat the question
0: um yes because i just saw
3: <laughs> okay <laughs> so you had quite the impact in birmingham and now you live in atlanta how would you say those two drag scenes are different
0: um uh, they are vastly different. Um Birmingham is much smaller. Mm. Um, there's what two or three like working drag bars in um the city um, yeah. versus here. There's like a drag show twice a day, three times a day everywhere, mm. breweries, restaurants, drag clubs uh, it it's just so much. <laughs> And the amount of actual drag uh, personas, like working in the city, is also quadrupled.
2: Mm. Do you think it? Do you find it easier to find like bookings and gigs in Atlanta than you did in Birmingham?
0: I think that it's a lot easier just because you don't have to make pave your entire way. Whereas I feel like in Birmingham, it's like if you wanted a show, you have to go and make it yourself. Whereas there's already like facets that other people. Uh, have built that can help uplift you and you uplift mm. them you know
2: yeah that makes a lot of sense I, I, I think that the opportunities aren't quite as readily available but I, I feel like we are discovering that if you ask like it is it's not super difficult to pave your way necessarily like you you know you just have to be prepared to yeah, reach out saliva how <laughs> did you get confused. <laughs> <laughs> I know with a name like flapjack you do start to salivate a little bit Um, so how did you get your drag name
0: Oh, um, I'm actually named after the dog from Billy and Mandy. Oh! Um, the Dream Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Really? Um, the- yeah, that was Mandy's dog's name. Um, I love English bulldogs, and they're an English bulldog. And, yeah, I just thought it was a cute name. And it kind of sounds like Elvira a little bit. Like I totally that, like, see it. To it.
3: I forgot about that. Also, like, drag
0: names, that are just, like, one word, you get what they're about. You hear saliva, and it's like, oh, it's a little elegant, but kind of gross.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Huh! That's so interesting. Okay, and then what about Godiva?
0: Oh, it's the only thing that rhymes with saliva. (laughs) (laughs) It also looks like Go Diva when you write it out, and I just think that's fun
2: oh my god
1: i thought it
0: was
2: i thought you like liked the chocolate or something i know i honestly don't
0: like candy very much
3: i used to work at godiva back in the day i was obsessed with that chocolate i still am honestly Mm -hmm. that is so funny that's why we had to let you go yeah (laughs) go diva just kept sticking my dick in the chocolate go diva go um, oh my god i was so...
0: going i went on a hike up stone mountain with one of my friends and, and they kept shouting it they were like go diva go go diva go <laughs> because like about halfway i was like i need a cigarette
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was just <laughs>
0: up stone mountain <laughs>
2: oh my god um so like w- speaking of go diva um you w- like I feel like we have talked a lot about like what your past has been like, but what's the future for Saliva Godiva? What are some goals that you have so that this Go Diva can go, Diva?
0: Um, well, right now, I have some secret plans in the works. Ooh. Uh, dun, yes. Dun, dun. And, of course, there is Dragon's Den um, every last Wednesday of the month. That is sort of my uh, baby. Um, and it's Essentially the only like alternative show here in Atlanta. Um, so well alternative that's like this is every single month. Like this is a on cause a red light cafe also does um some like more metal or alt themed events as well, but it mainly focuses on burlesque world, which sometimes is cross.
2: Mm, yeah. There's definitely a lot of cross contamination between burlesque and drag. I totally see that. Um also earlier you talked about like your experiences with like self harm and and the loss of a loved one and how that has impacted the way that you like create and craft performances sometimes like do you have a, a bigger mission for saliva godiva like what uh, what what drives you and um what what what's what's your greater goal
0: um my ultimate goal would just be to be an artist that can live off of making art is one of the mm. bigger ones but also the reason why I, I think i would go crazy if i didn't have some sort of artistic output yeah. i think i'm just yeah. drawn to drag because it culminates all of my interests like i love makeup i like sewing i like painting um you know and it kind of puts all of those things together um, and also just as like being a drag queen, you end up being kind of like on the forefront of the queer community. I feel like like yeah. you end up also serving the role as like community leader, activist, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. those things. And sometimes the act of existing in a world that doesn't quite like you or understand you is an act of resistance on its own. Um, so I think that's kind of, the nearest future goal is existing, but in a powerful way. Um, I also just, I want people to know like, you can kind of be who or whatever you want to be. If you want to wear your nice clothes to work, go ahead and do it. I don't care if they're a little weird. <laughs> if you want to eat peanut butter on the floor in your underwear, go for it, baby. You can do whatever the hell you want.
2: <laughs> Jesus supports you. Mm-hmm yeah you,
3: <laughs> god knows it's, it's jesus fine. fists you
0: <laughs> one of my like biggest goals in drag that i would love is if the westboro baptist church would come and protest me like <gasps> honestly it would be like an honor like i i would be like taking a selfie with each and every one of them i'd be like babies do y'all want you know what i'm gonna <laughs> do it. i'm gonna give you all chick-fil-a i know shh <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: well you heard it here first folks the ultimate goal is for the Westboro Baptist Church to come protest the Saliva Godiva show
0: oh and that's not me like supporting the or anything I I think it's very obvious that I think cringe is very funny
1: yes
2: (laughs) honestly I support that like I think I think that's a great goal to have like if if I'm it means you're doing something right if you have these crazies coming out of the woodwork that feel they have to protest you like yeah it it means you're making change it's Uh,
0: about making the right people angry
2: exactly Precisely. Um, Okay, Saliva, where can our listeners find you?
0: Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Saliva underscore Godiva. Also, follow me at Dragons Den Official on Instagram for all Dragons Den updates. And it is also at Sabbath Brewing. Last Wednesday of the month. And you can also just find me in person. I'm basically um, a piece of furniture at Mary's at this point. Um, <laughs> if you walk in there, nine times out of ten, I'm there.
2: Um, yeah. And is there anything that we would be remiss if we didn't get to talk about with you today?
0: Um, Let's see. Um, hmm. Well... I will be back in Birmingham on January 7th at Firehouse for the Birmingham listeners. Yay! And you know what? I love all of y'all. Thanks for listening to me. This is also my first time on a podcast. I feel super futuristic like <laughs> right now. If y'all know me. I'm a very low-tech person. I had to put on headphones for something. I was like, what is this? <laughs> my partner had to show me what the refresh button was
2: shout out to saliva's partner because i don't i don't know that this would have (laughs) happened
0: no i was just like dead-eyed looking at the computer like i don't i don't know what to do which is so stupid because i can sew an entire cat suit in 20 minutes but like a computer
1: (laughs) no
2: And you can also make me I'm always the
0: smartest and the dumbest person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I am a wealth of knowledge, but if I can remember the knowledge, who the
1: fuck knows?
3: I love it. I love it. And now the time has come for the dreaded question, the most favorite question, depends mm-hmm. on who you ask. It's our closing question of any time we have an interview. Now, saliva, if you could put any historical figure in drag, who would it be, and what
2: would their drag name
3: be?
0: And what would their drag name be? Um, let's see. I said one earlier, but I'm still just like I. I, I love, love was it. Was not the best. <laughs> I love it. I, think earlier, you should, I, said I endorse Jay it. Kay. But I've also just had JFK on the brain here recently. <laughs> JFK on the brain here. Wow. Well, one of my friends got a lamp, his brain. and it's like the size of like a bed, and it's a human head, and there's like a hole in the side of it. And when he lights it up, it, the light comes out of the side of the head of this lamp. And so I've been calling it his JFK commemorative JFK assassination lamp. <laughs>
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so I really have just had <laughs> JFK just haunting me. So, anyways, I would say JFK um, pre or post
2: assassination. <laughs> Are you asking me or telling me?
0: <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I think it was both. Maybe ask the audience. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah, that'll be the poll. Go to Spotify well, I didn't and I don't have a
0: real answer for that one, but yes. And his name is. No, it's her name. Okay, (laughs) let (laughs) me (laughs) not (laughs) Janice Sparkle Sunshine.
2: Oh, Sparkle Sunshine better go, Diva. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, everyone, thanks for listening to Flapping Flapping and Fawning. Thanks, Saliva. Yes, thank
3: you.
0: Thank you. Bye, babies.
3: Bye.
2: For listening to Flapping,
3: Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on
2: Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well and pretty much any other social media platform at FlapjQuelline. F L A P J A C Q U E L
3: I N E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Pod, and on Twitter at Flap and Fawn Pod. Oh, and make sure you check out the links
2: in our bio to buy some merch. You can also connect with us via Gmail at flapping at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye.
1: Ta-ta.